today I have a guest on, and this guest is is definitely a new thing for us because this is our first guest in the UK. So we are very excited about having Shelly on to the show. Shelly, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited about being here. Absolutely. So Shelly, you and I um, came across each other on LinkedIn, which I think LinkedIn is a very good tool for connecting with people. Um, so we haven't had the pleasure of meeting in person. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Fab, yeah. So um, my business is Client Nectar. And what I focus on is helping coaches and consultants to grow their business and their revenue through harnessing the power of LinkedIn. Um, I've been going for about six years now with Client Nectar. It's my third business. Um, so I've been self-employed for about 15 years. Um, and I've seen trends in online marketing during that time. And we've had various different trends with Google and SEO being really important. Then we had a trend with Facebook and using Facebook ads being really central to growing your business. And now we have um, a trend where LinkedIn really is the platform. So I've taught different platforms over the years. And right now I'm teaching LinkedIn because it's really the best platform for getting clients if you're a coach or a consultant. So now how early on did you start seeing LinkedIn as kind of like, wow, this is, this is like the next tool? So I think I, it really started in 2017. I'd noticed um, 2016, 2017 that Facebook ads were getting a lot more expensive. Um, you weren't getting the same, like you weren't getting the organic reach at all. You were constantly having just to use pay-per-click and Facebook ads if you wanted to get any of your posts seen. And um, it started to get quite difficult to teach my clients, a lot of whom at that point were newbie coaches and consultants. It got quite hard to teach them how to set up a funnel and get it working in 12 weeks. Um, we would be spending eight weeks just on preparing the funnel. And wow. then we would only have a few weeks to test it and see whether it was actually working. So I noticed my own funnel was um, starting to not work as well as it had been. I was getting a lot of calls, but they weren't the right fit for my programs. So um, I started looking around at that point and, um, and that's when I tested a lot of different social media platforms to see what I felt was going to be the next big thing. Um, I looked at LinkedIn and it just hit the box in so many ways. No ad spend. You don't have to use ads. So I was saving 50,000 pounds or about $75,000 oh, wow. a year <laughs> by using LinkedIn. So that was a real plus. It was really quick to gain clients. I mean, you know, within a week you could go from connecting with a potential client to having the client. So it's really quick. Um, there's very little tech or setup. So there was no app cost. Um, so I was saving myself again, 1500 a month, just in apps, saving mm -hmm. my clients probably about 500 a month. Um, wow. so all those kind of factors. And then the real, the factor that just blew it out of the, the park for me was, um, the organic reach that you're getting on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. your posts that you put on LinkedIn, you actually get them seen by your connections on LinkedIn. It's like the good old days where you could SEO your website and get it to the first page of Google. You know, it's kind of like also when you did used to get um, your posts seen when you put them on your Facebook page, which mm -hmm. doesn't really happen anymore. So that's what you're getting on LinkedIn. And as soon as I realized all those factors were in place, that was when I started switching across my own funnel, got that working, and then I started teaching it. So once I'd had a chance to make sure that my funnel was working well, I then started um, creating a program and started teaching it to others. 
and it's just expanded from there. I mean, the great thing with LinkedIn is I've really expanded much more into helping um, consultants to gain corporate clients, which is something I couldn't do on Facebook because they just weren't on Facebook. Um, so that's what's been, it's been such a, a great um, change for me in terms of expanding the areas that I can work with, but also the quality of the people that you, the, the clients that you get coming through, it's just, it's just completely different, you know, and the time scale it takes to take them from interest to being able to, to wanting to buy from you. It's so much shorter than it used to be on Facebook. So mm -hmm. yeah, there's a, there's a real positive move. No, and I think that even for myself as a accounting finance kind of background, like my, my background is in corporate finance. So even now in my own consulting, I work with businesses and even from a, I guess I would call myself probably on the lower scale of understanding when it comes down to marketing. <laughs> but that was one of the things that stood out to me, even from my limited perspective of marketing is how good the organic reach is on LinkedIn. Yeah, absolutely. And especially, you know, anyone who is looking to gain corporate clients, it's, it's so easy with LinkedIn to connect with the decision makers in corporate. And it's the only platform you can actually do that through. Um, for instance, also your in-mails on LinkedIn, they are 300% more likely to be opened than mm -hmm. just a, a regular email that you mm -hmm. might send to a decision maker. So you can see that if that's your audience, it's, you know, it's, it's the best way to go, really. Did you see many differences from, you know, the, the way you approach the, your funnels on Facebook to when you moved over to LinkedIn or were you able to use a very similar approach? So I think because the way I work with my clients is I take them from really developing their offering and making sure that they're clear on who the audience is for that offering and making sure that um, they get their marketing communication right all the way through to selling their um, service or their product. Um, there are some areas that have stayed the same in terms of what I teach, um, but the, the kind of core piece, which is the lead generation through LinkedIn, is completely different with LinkedIn than it is on Facebook. So with, with Facebook, you were really spending a lot of time with a lot of different tech apps getting them to talk to each other so that you could promote a webinar or a lead magnet of some kind. And then you were trying to use ads to get the lead magnet downloaded and build the email list and also get people onto calls. Whereas with LinkedIn, it's just direct. It's literally just um, building your audience on LinkedIn by connecting with people. And that's it. So you just message them with a sequence of messages that allows you to get calls booked in and then you get on a call and hopefully you convert them into a client. So it's a much shorter process and it's allowed me so much more time to spend on the front end, making sure that we've got their you know, authority positioning right so that they get seen as an expert in their field. Um, but also on the sales side, helping them with actually doing the conversion process. Um, because some of my clients are more experienced. They've been going for quite a few years in business. They just want to be able to ramp up their leads. But other, other clients of mine are newer. They're just starting out. And so for them, they need more time to, to know how to do the sales process um, and to get that working. So what I love about it is it's given me more time to work on the other areas, which means we get better results. You know, it means that, you know, within a three month period, usually my clients are making double what they invest with me, if not five times or seven times what they invest. And it means that they can go from 
you know, making between maybe two and 10,000 a month um, when they start working with me and then end making 10 to 15, 20,000 even when they finish working in just a three month period. Um, and by that point, they're also then having a system that they know exactly what the revenue and the income and the clients are they're going to generate after that. Wow, those are awesome results and also know which, which shows that you have a very proven system. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I mean, that, that, that's the most important thing if you're in business is a system that's bringing you the right people, a system where you know how to convert them into clients and, you know, having those stats in front of you that you can just plug and play. Okay, this is the number of clients I want. This is the number of revenue I want to make. And you just know what you need to do to achieve that. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes down to getting in touch with clients for your specific business, what would you say are kind of like the ideal client or the, the, the characteristics of clients that are a good fit for you to work with? Yeah, so um, I typically work with coaches of any description. It, usually they're leadership coaches, career coaches, executive coaches, even health coaches as well, um, life coaches too. Um, it usually helps though if they have, if their client base is is really a professional. That's what we're really looking for. Um, or I also work with business coaches and business consultants. And so again, their business, their clients are business owners. So that's perfect. Um, also, they could be a consultant um, of any description. I have marketing consultants, mental health consultants, project management consultants. Um, even had a franchise consultant. Okay. So all kinds of consultants as well. Um, and that's really who, who my, my best audience base is. Um, that said, I've got a video production agency at the moment as well. So, you know, even though they're my core audience, I do get other people as well. Um, and it's really anyone who is wanting to increase their leads through LinkedIn. Um, mm-hmm. That's really the, the main focus. And I think that that's a very good thing because your, your product is something that is it's, it's pretty much universal to any type of business to wear. Absolutely. And I think that that, is, that makes your, your business a, a very valuable asset. And it also opens you up to be able to help even more industries because your business is so universal. Exactly. And, and also during this time where, you know, a lot of the world is uh, either in recession or about to feel the effects of a recession as well as being in lockdown and a lot of businesses are, um, are not able to operate in a normal way that they would. Um, LinkedIn is very important uh, and, and it might seem to a lot of business owners listening that they might think, well, I don't even know if my audience want to buy right now. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that with LinkedIn, they cap the number of people that you can really reach out to each day because they don't want it to turn into Facebook. <laughs> yes. They want to keep it about developing real relationships with people. And so the most important thing during a time like now is actually to market more, not less. Even mm-hmm. if your, your clients are not ready to buy at the moment, you want to be developing the relationships with them so that when we come out of this, which will happen, you're, you're the person that they remember. And you're the person they come back to then to work with. Um, but also something I've done with a lot of my clients is create a, a, a sort of a small emergency program or package or service that helps their clients specifically during this time. So even in a sector where like the travel industry that's been really badly hit, even in a sector like that, um, you know, one of my clients who's in that industry sector, she's now got an emergency response um, package that she can offer that will help 
her clients at this time, even if they're kind of quite cash poor. So mm -hmm. it's, it's not an expensive offer, but it's something to help them in this moment. And of course, once we come out of this and things start to recover, then they'll come back to her. So mm -hmm. it's, it's remembering that even if your clients aren't ready to buy right now, now is the time to actually increase your marketing, not do less of it. Okay. Okay. Now I want to talk a little bit about kind of the, the, the I guess you say the process of, of running and developing your business. Now, I know you mentioned that she's been self-employed for about 15 years. You definitely don't look like you're that old. Um, <laughs> so, so what was your life before being self-employed? Oh, wow. Um, so we're going back quite a way. Um, <laughs> I was actually a, um, a university lecturer. So I ran a fashion marketing degree program for about seven years. Um, and so I really was an academic. I never thought that I was going to be self-employed. Um, it was really what everyone else in my family did <laughs> because I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. But okay. I was the academic, the one that they said, she's the intelligent one that will <laughs> never be self-employed. <laughs> and I didn't think I was going to be self-employed either. I thought I would be permanently the you know, the person that just read all the books. <laughs> uh, so, so that was what I was doing. But actually what happened was in that process, I had to um, get my degree program, rewrite it and get it validated at honors level. So I learned a lot about how to put um, programs together, how to teach in a way that really helps people to learn quickly um, and to, you know, apply what they learn. And it was an international school. So I had a lot of students at different levels, even though it was university level, they were coming in at different levels and not all of them were actually university level when they came in. Mm -hmm. So um, that was another challenge that I started to, to really think, how can, you know, I was really passionate. How can I help my students learn quickly? Because we need to bring them up because otherwise I won't get my degree validated, <laughs> which is mm -hmm. what I needed to do. So, um, what happened from that is that I actually gained a lot of the skills that I actually now use. So even though um, marketing is something I've been involved with for a long time, uh, I've now realized that as a self-employed person, I'm actually using, especially in this business, I'm using all the skills I've learned from the different roles I've had um, over the years. Because my first business uh, after being um, a university lecturer was actually as a psychotherapist. Okay. So I retrained whilst doing my, um, whilst teaching to become a psychotherapist because I was fascinated by psychology. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and so that, you know, that was really my first foray and I wasn't intending to be self-employed. It was just that there weren't any jobs for therapists. Um, so, and where I was living, I was basically in the middle of rural Ireland next to a beach with lots of cows and not many humans. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, nearest sort of, town had like 10,000 people population. So okay. I knew I had to just start the business. So that's what happened. I started up as a private practice psychotherapist and ended up with three different sites, two in private practice, one for a corporate. Um, I was doing on-site counseling for Blizzard Entertainment. Um, so I was seeing their employees. And um, then I started realizing, well, you know, I'm really enjoying this, but what next? Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of other therapists came to me saying, how did you get your business off the ground so quick? And can you teach us to do the same? So I started showing them how to do it. And it kind of snowballed into another business where I was doing the marketing consultancy for therapists. And I started doing that for tons of therapists across Ireland. Um, and then 
that led into Client Nectar. So it's been a, a quite a process, but I do feel like I use everything I've learned. I use the mindset tools as well from being a psychotherapist. I use that with my clients to get them over their fears of being visible and being online, um, as well as the, the you know, education side to help them to actually pick up the information quickly and then get the results. And then obviously the marketing side, because I've done that the whole way through. So. Awesome. So what was your family's response when you decided to become self-employed? Um, so they were, they were quite, quite positive about it, mainly because pretty much everyone in my family is like self-employed. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they were quite, you know, quite, quite happy, um, but also probably quite surprised. <laughs> I, was, I was not the person that they thought was going to become self-employed. <laughs> Um, but now they're very supportive. I have a very successful uncle. Um, he's multiple, multiple millionaire, many, many times over. Um, and, uh, and, and he's very, very supportive and um, encouraging. Great. So as you, you know, work through the early stages and even now developing your business and trying to have to pivot it, are there any things that like that are your go-to to find, like say, that motivation when you hit those tough spots and building and running your own business? Yeah. So um, I think it's really important, first of all, to make sure that you have a funnel in place that is bringing you leads. Um, When you don't have that in place where you're not getting consistent leads, which are basically your ideal clients coming through to you regularly and when you don't have a process converting them, basically you, you don't have a way of growing and scaling your business. So I say this a lot to people if you're, you know, just reliant on referrals. You know, I know some entrepreneurs are making multiple six figures and they're just doing it off referrals. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that you, you don't have a way of growing and scaling in that. And if anything happens to those companies you're working with, then you're stuck. So the first piece of advice is always make sure that you have that consistent flow of your ideal clients coming to you. And then that will allow you to do that upward path and just scale your business really fast. The other thing I would say is just keep working on your mindset because the only person that limits us is ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we often don't see our own blocks. Um, so it can be really helpful to even to have a coach, to have a mentor that can help us with seeing what we're not seeing, you know, and um, seeing that, that sort of level beyond what we can, we can see that uh, at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that would be my advice. Mm-hmm. And how did you go about finding kind of your, your coach or your mentor for those times like that? So I've worked with a lot, a lot of mentors and a lot of coaches over the years. Um, and I would, I would say when I started looking for a mentor, um, I, knew, I knew the kind of three key areas I needed help with. I needed, needed someone who was going to give me an overview of like how this whole coaching business works because I was new to coaching. So I needed someone who was just going to tell me how to just get it all set up. Mm-hmm. I needed a coach that was going to help me with the sales side because, you know, even though I'd sold before, I'd, I'd never really had to work at it. People would just come to me and I just knew them through networking and I built my network. Um, or I had them just coming through Google from, from you know, the, um, my being on the first page of Google, just people would just ring me up. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, so I, I never really had that, you know, ha- having to work at it. But I also then knew that I needed um, a clear online marketing process for getting clients. Okay. Um, I needed like a, to learn more about the systems that were going to work for me. Um, so I actually hired coaches to help me with all those three areas. 
And it's kind of similar to what I do now, although usually I just try and find one coach who can do everything. Most of the time you can't find one coach who's going to do everything. You just, you get the coach that you need for that part of the process that you're in. Um, you know, when you're starting out, you need a coach who's going to help you with getting clients because that's what you need. Mm-hmm. When you're kind of at that next stage, you need a, client, a coach who's going to help you with scaling. So that's like, how do you hire the right people? How do you build your team? How do you leverage your work so you go from one-to-one to one-to-many? All those kind of things. Um, so it's finding the right mentor for the stage of business you're at, but also the right kind of personality for you. Um, yeah, and, and making sure that also, you know, if you're someone that works best with people one-to-one, if you then go for a coach who's got like 200 people on their program, <laughs> you're not going to get that one-to-one. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got to know what, you know, how, what's your learning style? How do you work best? And, and pick a mentor or coach that's going to be able to work with you in a way that you're going to be able to learn. Awesome. Awesome. And so before we wrap up, I do want to know how can people get in touch with you? How can they follow the the material that you offer and how can they also follow anything that you share on social media? Lovely. Yeah. So, well, the first thing is just connect with me on LinkedIn. I love people connecting with me on LinkedIn and it's just Shelly Hutchinson. So it's the normal LinkedIn and then forward slash Shelly Hutchinson. So you can just find me that way. The other thing is, um, you know, hop onto my website, clientlinkedin.com. I have a lot of free resources on there. Um, but also, if you link up with me on LinkedIn, you'll, you'll get to see all my posts around um, you know, what I'm doing. I have some free webinars um, about how to pivot your business, but also how to grow your business through LinkedIn. So if there's any resources you're looking for, you can get access through to them by just connecting with me on LinkedIn. Awesome, awesome. Well, Shelly, thank you so much for being on the show. And thank you for sharing all the wisdom and the insight from your journey and definitely wish you um, all the success as you continue to grow your business. Thank you so much. It's been great being here. It's a real pleasure to, um, to get to talk to you today and also um, you know, to get to know you a bit better as well. And that concludes another episode of the Business Talk Library. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can connect with us on any social media platform, Instagram at Business Talk Library, LinkedIn. You can follow the Business Talk Library hashtag. You can also connect with us on Facebook and YouTube searching for Business Talk Library. If there's any topics that you would like addressed or any questions you have about your business or your career path that you would like for us to answer on the show, feel free to shoot us a note on any of those platforms and we will try our best to get to them. Remember, keep it simple.